welcome to my mommy's podcast. This episode is brought to you by My Green Mattress. If you've been reading Wellness Mama, you know that I have used and recommended natural and organic mattresses for years, and I've tried a lot of them. We spend a third to a half of our time in our beds, especially children, so this is one great place to optimize and reduce exposure to harmful chemicals. We've tried, like I said, several different mattresses over the years, and I love all the ones that we've tried. They're all natural options, but I've been getting a lot of requests for a more budget-friendly option that's good for kids, which is why when our littlest needed a bigger mattress, we ordered one from My Green Mattress. They are GOT and GOLS certified, they're Green Guard certified, and they're completely natural. They're also much less expensive than a lot of mattresses. So you can check them out and find out more at wellnessmama.com forward slash go forward slash green dash mattress. This podcast is brought to you by MyoBuddy. This thing is one of my daily go-tos for relaxation because it combines the benefits of infrared heat, percussive massage, and vibrational therapy for what I can only describe as a mixture of deep tissue massage and myofascial release all in one device. It has really reduced my muscle tension and my need for massage, and many people with conditions like MS, chronic fatigue, etc. are using this for muscle relief. Also, many athletes use it for faster recovery. I personally find the biggest benefit for relaxation and for fascia work, but you can try it out at wellnessmama.com forward slash go forward slash myobuddy. That's M-Y-O-B-U-D-D-Y. And make sure to check the show notes for a special discount. Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Moms Podcast. I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com, and I am here today with Lane Kennedy, who has an awesome story and is going to dispel some myths on one of the most requested podcast topics on Facebook, which is CBD and cannabidol, I'm going to have to get used to that word, and the differences and the similarities. So Lane is a biohacker and wellness coach. She was actually one of the first bulletproof coaches. Uh, Now there are many of them, which is awesome. And she uh, has been coaching women for years, especially about MBSR, which is mindfulness-based stress reduction. And so her whole focus is helping women gain balance and stress relief. And some interesting facts about her, she slept on a wooden pillow without complaint. She's given birth at home like I have, and she's been in long-term recovery for more than 20 years. So welcome, Lane. Thanks for being here. I can't wait to jump in. I am so happy to be here. Thanks, Katie, for having me. Absolutely. And I think to start, it would be really awesome to hear your story. Like, what are you in recovery for? And what was your journey there? Oh, <laughs> well, I was broken. That, that's, that's how we can start. Um, I modeled for many years. So I come from the fashion uh, industry. And in that industry, uh, you tend to live very fast. And you tend to break down very quickly. And that's what happened to me. You know, I I lived a very fast life with drugs and alcohol, and I came to a bottom uh, back in uh, 1996. So it's been quite a while between a vodka tonic, let's just say, (laughs) or a glass of red wine. And now I'm completely happy and free, and I'm not breaking down like I used to. So that was the beginning of my story. Uh, And what happened in my early recovery, and this is relevant to this story, is that um, I thought because I gave up drugs and alcohol that my life would become, I would become super happy and my body would function properly. And what ended up happening is that about two years into my recovery, my body actually started breaking down even more. And the doctors didn't know what was wrong with me. Uh, they, 
I went to all these great doctors in Beverly Hills and paid top dollar. And they just looked at me like I was some anomaly. And finally I worked with a doctor and they did this blood test with me. And at the time you have to remember, you know, 20 years ago, 22, 21 years ago, um, a lot of the illnesses that are present today, they didn't know, you know, they were just coming off of like AIDS, right? Like anybody with any kind of chronic conditions was automatically categorized or questioned to have AIDS. And so that's what they did with me. And they stamped that on my um, blood certificate and I was horrified. And I said, what do you mean? I have AIDS. And they said, no, actually you just have autoimmune deficiency syndrome, which put me into the camp of, we don't really know what's wrong with you, but your immune system is wiped out. And so I couldn't get up my stairs. My bones ached, my joints ached, my hair started falling out, my skin uh, was yellow. And it was really, I mean, you know, when you're living like I lived at the height of my career, (laughs) I had everything at my hands, you know, beck and call. And then I physically couldn't cook my dinner anymore. And I was fortunate enough to have a very dear friend who started seeing back then what is now today a functional doctor. Back then, this person was just some weird doctor who did a lot of herbal supplements and uh, special protocols. And I'm doing an air quote because there were like colonics involved and drinking olive oil and all these you know, methods that regular society, um, the norm frowned upon. But what he introduced to me was my wellness path. And I got well. Within six weeks, I was no longer achy. I was no longer on my floor crying every day. I was actually up and able to cook and get up and down my stairs. And I followed his protocol But his protocol involved about 150 supplements every day and eating a lot of green vegetables every day. And, you know, I was, I was young. I was like, I, this, I can't do this every day, you know, and I started traveling the world and I kind of fell off of that protocol and my body was well enough to get by, you know, it was strong enough to, um, thrive and I was smart enough to start studying So my studying the human body and the immune system really started, you know, 15, 20 years ago when I started this wellness journey. And I'm going to fast forward a little bit to when I had my son almost eight years ago. And, you know, I went into the doctor uh, because I've always had hormonal fluctuations and a lack of a cycle or too much of a cycle. And so I actually went on bioidentical hormones um, about 15 years ago. And at that time, the doctor also told me that I would never be able to conceive a child, that I didn't have, uh, you know, I just, it, it would never happen. That my uterus wasn't strong enough and just wasn't gonna happen. And so I was like, fine, yeah, hey, I'm not going to be a mom. I can do other things. I can be of service. I can, uh, you know, travel the world. I can help other people. And what ended up happening is that I started seeing this functional medicine doctor here up in, um, I live up in San Francisco. And 
she put me on a different protocol and lo and behold, I now have a healthy baby, you know, an eight year old almost can't believe it. And I don't know about you, Katie, but I I practice attached parenting. I know that you're strong. You're a strong mom and you're into your kids and they take, I mean, he's taken everything from me because I'm so, I'm so attached to being a mom because I was told that I wasn't going to be a mom. And as that happened, my body started to break down again. And it was very similar to how it was 20 years ago. My bones started aching. My hair started falling out. My mood was like depression hit really hard. And there were days when I couldn't get out of bed. It was just horrible. And I felt like I also had a dental tear accident where I herniated two discs in my neck. And I ended up going to physical therapy for about nine months, 10 months. And then they said, we can't do anything more for you. And I just, I decided, I just kind of surrendered to, this is my life. I'm going to live in pain. I'm going to do the best I can. And it was really, I mean, here I am a, a health and wellness coach and I primarily, you know, help other health professionals. And here I am, you know, just totally broken, doing the best I can. You know, I, I'm super bulletproof. I eat mostly plants. Um, I drink all the water. I do my green smoothies. I, you know, I do everything, but I was still broken. And lo and behold, I was doing an event, uh, with Nicole Keating of the Epic Wellness and she saw that I was in pain and she said, you know, Lane, I have this stuff. I have this little bottle of oil and I think it's going to help you. And I said, what is it? I'm, I'm at this point, I'm desperate. And she says, it's hemp. And I said, no, not interested, not interested at all. And she, she just looked at me. She said, okay, well, I'm just going to leave this for your husband. Maybe he needs it for his sleep. And I said, okay, that's fine. You can just leave. I'll leave it on the counter. I woke up the next morning with this excruciating knife. It's like a, I used to call it the ice pick. So I'd have this ice pick pain in my back that would radiate down into my elbows. And I can kind of equate it to what I hear about fibromyalgia pain or or this arthritic pain that happens. And I would get it in my back stabbing. And I woke up that morning and I was so desperate that I, I put my finger into the little container that she left me and I put it on topically because I didn't want to jeopardize my recovery. You know, I have 20 years of living in this long-term sobriety and I don't want to have anything get in the way of that. And so I put it on topically and I had an immediate effect. It totally blew my mind. And I called Nicole and I said, what is this? She says, it's hemp. And I said, well, I just, I don't have the pain. I don't have the ice pick pain anymore. And she said, really? I said, yeah. And I said, well, can I take it internally? And she goes, yeah, you can. It's a supplement. And then I said, but you know what? I'm going to just check in with my doctor because 
I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I, I you know, my brain was like uh, too much information. I don't know what to do. And so I put a, a call into my doctor. My doctor said, yes, it's a supplement. Uh, CBD, the, the science on it is amazing. You're a biohacker. Do the, do the research. So I was happy to jump on to Google and start investigating what CBD is and what it's not. And I ended up taking uh, the CBD internally and I've been pain-free since then. And for me to have such a profound experience, I can't believe, Katie, I can't believe that I lived like I had surrendered to that pain and that I had just agreed to like living that way of being in that depressed state. I wasn't really showing up for my, my child as much as I wanted to. I was really kind of a B-I-T-C-H with my husband, short-tempered, um, just, you know, that kind of pain and that kind of depression just takes you down or it took me down. And when I took the hemp oil and had such a profound experience, I hadn't, I just, I had to learn about it and I have to, so like, I am compelled now to share about it because it's so powerful. Yeah. Is that, is that good? Is that enough of my story? That's absolutely perfect. And I think your first reaction to it about not being interested, it brings up an interesting point, which is the one that I get the most, the questions about is, mm -hmm. what is it? Is it different than cannabis? Is it different than weed? And so mm -hmm. I'd love for you to delve into the difference between cannabidol or CBD and how that's mm -hmm. different from cannabis. And from my understanding, at least there's CBD and there's THC, which is tetrahydrocannabidol and they're completely yes. different substances. Yes. But from what I understand, THC is the psychoactive one and CBD is not. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So what is CBD? Is this, It's isolated from hemp, but what is it like chemically? How is it impacting the body? That's amazing that you had such a drastic and immediate difference, but what do you know the mechanism by how it's affecting the body? Yes. Let's get into it. <laughs> awesome. So um, I'm just going to preface with, you know, anybody can look this stuff up, right? Like I am just a biohacker really on a mission to learn more about this. But this information is out there for all of us to learn about. And what I've done is I've gone so deep within it because of the profound experience. And you, you're right, Katie, there is there's a hemp plant. Let's just start there. There's a hemp plant and there's a marijuana plant. How about that? Uh, and the, the way that we can differentiate the two is by a functional measure, which means they actually can extract the components of the plant, uh, the cannabidiols and they're the cannabinoids. And there's about 113 of these little cannabinoids. Uh, and the marijuana plant will have THC in it. Therefore it will be stamped marijuana or, you know, medical cannabis and hemp plants will not have the THC or they will have under 0.03%, which is minuscule amount. So the THC the, is, is very useful for some people in some situations. So it's not, um, it's not a bad part of the plant, but if you're strictly looking for 
the cannabidiol, you're going to go with a hemp oil. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. So I think that's a kind of a common misconception and people kind of like lump it all in together and assume yes. it's marijuana and avoid it. But that's, I think, yes. the interesting point. And to that note, is CBD, is that legal in, in the U.S. as far as you know? Yes. So CBD is completely legal, completely 100% legal, no problems. Uh, you can travel with it. You can give it to your kid. I mean, it, it's, there is nothing there are no psychoactive properties to it. You know, like that was one of my biggest concerns, right? It's like, I'm going to end up down in my husband's wine cellar, right? I, like, no, or like forgetting my kids somewhere. So for me, that was such a big, important factor, like no THC, no psychoactive property and having it be completely legal. Very important. <laughs> Yeah. And from what I've seen, you're right. The research is really astounding in all the different ways it's being used. But can you kind of go into some of those? Like what are some of the ways we're seeing clinical use of this or people just even taking it at home in a biohacking type way? Oh, people are taking it all different ways. Uh, so I know that there are so many case studies out there and anecdotal evidence about this product working. I mean, you can go on Google and or YouTube and find hundreds of stories of how CBD is working. Uh, the cannabidiol, you know, it works on this endocannabinoid system that we all have. This system is amazing. And there are two receptors that it's working on. So there's the CB1 receptor and the CB2 receptor. And the CB1 receptor, right, is in your brain, in the peripheral nervous system. The CB2 we're going to be dealing with our immune system. And, you know, when you think about what, what, what's happening in the body is that you can take in the phytocannabinoid dial and the CB1 and CB2 receptors in our body in this fantastic endocannabinoid system is looking for that cannabinoid. It's looking for that little molecule. It's like a lock and key. So we have these receptors and they're like, where's the other part? I need to be happy. And so when we ingest the phytocannabinoid dial, the hemp oil, those CB1 and CB2 receptors are happy, right? So when we hear a situation like, um, uh, like a migraine headache or PMS, PMS is huge, uh, depression, we know that that is a breakdown of the endocannabinoid system. And it's because that system is weak. It's been weakened, weakened by our diet, by the stress of our society, um, just our lifestyle choices. So when we're taking the cannabidiol, the phytocannabinoid dial, uh, again, I just want to express how that system changes because that system is this a network within us that it is just as important as the immune system, as the endocrine system. It is monitoring the body. It's trying to bring it back into homeostasis all the time, this endocannabinoid system. So when the cannabinoids are happy, you know, they have that lock and key, the CB1 and CB2 receptors are 
uh, locked in, then that system is working properly. So people are using it, you know, for, oh my God, there's so many things that people are using it for. Uh, Children are using it for AD, what is it, ADD and ADHD. Uh, People are using it for addiction. Uh, People are using it for ALS. People are using it for Alzheimer, anxiety, uh, arthritis, um, any kind of epilepsy, right? So all of these systems in the body that start to break down, when they break down, there is a result, right? So when the microbiome is disrupted, right? You have gastrointestinal disorders, right? Crohn's disease or colitis, right? So when we, when we balance out the endocannabinoid system, those gastrointestinal disorders calm down because that endocannabinoid system is, again, it's bringing the body back into homeostasis. Does that make sense? That does make sense. So, I mean, I've been studying natural health for a long time and alternative therapies, and this, I feel like, still isn't talked about very much. Like, so why do you think that is? Why is this so still obscure when there's so much research on it? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I mean, 95% of Americans have never heard of this endocannabinoid system, you know, neither is a doctor. And I mean, it's really, you have to think about our society, right? We have locked down marijuana as, you know, what is it, a type one drug, right? Schedule one drug. So we can't really get our hands on it to do much research. There is a lot of government officials, you know, that are against marijuana and cannabis. Uh, They don't want it to be uh, in the hands of doctors. So they put up a lot of roadblocks to have tests. I was reading about one uh, San Francisco oncologist actually trying to do get, get a test approved, you know, so he could start getting some research and it would, he started this in 96 and then it got roadblocked. He had to redefine his test. Then it got roadblocked again. We were up to, um, 98. Then it got roadblocked again. Now he's in the two, 2000. It took him eight years to get approved on one study, eight years. Do you know how many people die after eight years? Right? Like, so it's a big issue of the national Institute of health organization, uh, the, the, the drug agency, they just, they don't want to, um, be generous with a substance that is still a schedule one drug. Even with all of the all of the facts, even with all of the data that they have right now, it's crazy. It's crazy. That is crazy, especially because I mean there actually is legitimate research on marijuana itself and even THC in certain medical cases. Um, do you think that's just like a societal stigma? Do you think that'll eventually change, or what do you see as the future there? Yeah, I, I think I think with CBD um, there is going to be change because people are getting well, people are changing. Like I'm one of these people, right. That was broken and 
miserable. And now I'm like, this is available to all of us. Right. So I think it has to be in the, in the hands of the people. And if there's a loud enough kind of voice, we will get acknowledgement. We will get the studies. It may take another 10 years, which is super, super sad, but I think, I think people will come around. I think people come around. There's the, um, uh, Raphael Machulam. He was the, uh, Israeli organic chemist, uh, out of Hebrew university. And he really talks about, you know, this is his life work. I mean, he's the one that kind of discovered THC back in 1930 something. And, you know, it's, it's been years of him watching the power of this plant and he just perseveres because he trusts the process. Like he knows how powerful this plant ally is and he just keeps on working towards it, even though he's had so many challenges and obstacles himself, you know, it's, it's nuts. It's crazy to think about that, you know, opium or morphine came from opium like 160 years ago. And, you know, we have this uh, Vicodin, we have this opium, right? And then cocaine came from the extract of coca, you know, coca leaves in the, the late or mid 1800s. But there's been this research around cannabis is just untouched. It's like this big black box <laughs> that everybody's just looking at. It's so, it's so, it's so interesting to me as just somebody looking into it. And if I were a chemist or a scientist, I would be on fire. I'd be so, uh, I'd be crazy. But I just, you know, I just keep thinking and rooting for them that the roadblocks will slowly fall down, especially now that you know, Obama passed that farm bill. People can now grow it or um, it's becoming more, I don't know, more mainstream as time, time passes. Yeah. Well, I think your story even illustrates like some of those societal misconceptions, how your first reaction was no way because you, because that is a common assumption and it's going to take education. And that's part of the reason I was excited to have you on today is to kind of dispel those myths and explain that there is a very big difference and that CBD itself is legal. And as far as I know, can even be used, you know, pregnant nursing moms or children, there's all these uses. So I'd love to go into that because I know I'm going to get the questions. Um, a lot of the people listening are moms and a lot of them are pregnant. So um, let's talk about that. How can moms and women use CBD specifically? And then also as a follow-up, how can children use it? Okay. So moms and women can use it every day. I use it every day. I have my clients using it every day. Uh, it's, it's a supplement and they can use it for, again, CBD supports a healthy mood, right? It helps it, it, because we're working with that endocannabinoid system. That's always trying to bring us back into balance away from the fight or flight. We're trying to drop into our parasympathetic nervous system. Uh, we're trying to, um, it will help with anybody who is anxiety, you know, anxious, anxiety. Uh, it will restore us to being calmer, you know, in traffic. Think about when you're in traffic and you're like, Oh my gosh. Right. Um, so moms can use it for bringing down that edge. Um, 
they can also use it for immune conditions, right? Because it's going to boost our immune system because it's going to attach to that CB2 receptor, which is predominantly happening uh, through the midline of our body and into the microbiome. Uh, it's going to help with any kind of um, arthritis, right? Uh, any kind of achiness, because again, it's going to, it's, it's helping the entire system. So I think, or, you know, I really believe strongly that women and moms, you know, we're so, I mean, we do everything. Let's just face it. We're, we're go-getters. We're going to make it all come together for our family. <laughs> we are overworked and underpaid <laughs> and, or we're, we're paid with love. This is, I've always, you know, I have to say that, but you know, we, we're tired. So this is also going to what I have discovered from my experience is that it also helps with sleep. Like my sleep was in the toilet, Katie. I mean, just, I would wake up at two o'clock every day, every night, two o'clock, two o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, tossing and turning, hot, sweaty, turning. And this has cha totally changed my sleep cycle and the way that I sleep. I actually sleep throughout the night. So moms could take it to help with sleep. I've also, um, there's that dip of energy that usually happens around two or three o'clock in the afternoon. And a lot of moms and I'm included, you know, grab that extra cappuccino or cup of coffee or extra kombucha or something. Right. And now I just take a little bit of my hemp and I feel like, Oh, there I am again. Yay. More energy. Uh, so it kind of restores my energy and restores my sleep. And I know that uh, a lot of my research has been around sleep for women in particular. And so when women are sleeping, you know, a good eight hours, seven hours, you know, our body is being restored, right? So we can take on what, what's in front of us throughout our day, right? We can, we can deal with traffic. We can deal with the dog and the cats and the animals and the husbands and whatever, right? We can deal with it all. Um, so sleep is such a big uh, factor for moms, I think, and for women. And CBD has helped tremendously with, with that. And I also just want to put a little plug in around maybe... I've read some recent studies on PTSD and it helping, uh, you know, soldiers and people coming back from really hard times and it's helped with that as well. So there's just, again, there's so much information out there and a little bit of research, you can uncover so much of what it can help with, but being really clear with, okay, I would like to take this because of this symptom, this symptom, and this symptom, right? So I'm depressed. I um, have inflammatory bowel problems. Um, I, I'm not sleeping. And what I share is like, just try it and see what happens because the CBD is actually an adaptogen, and it's modulating our system. So it's going to give you what it needs. So you may think, like, I, this is so, it's so great. I had 
one client start to take it because she had exactly um, intestinal situation. But what it did for her is that she was able to um, walk around her child's school and not be anxious. She noticed that all of her anxiety was gone. So that's, that's a game changer for somebody. Yeah, absolutely. And I have a friend recently who had um, like a postpartum sustained high blood pressure. She has preeclampsia and pregnancy. And typically their treatment for that is you have the baby and her blood pressure didn't drop after pregnancy. And so they're still trying to bring it down, but the CBD has really taken the edge off for her and at least gotten it in a safe-ish level. So she's not, you know, at risk of a stroke, which is huge. Oh God. Yeah. There's the blood pressure issue, um, diabetes, right? Again, because we're bringing the body back into balance. We're dropping into that endocannabinoid system, which is going to send signals out to the rest of the organs on what to do. And I will touch on the kid thing for just a minute. Uh, I personally have given it to my son and I don't give him a full dose. I give him just one pump and he was recently really sick and his recovery bounce back time. He's really sick for a week. He was back in school the next day. So I've seen, and he also, it's so funny. He's like, Oh, makes me calm. Oh, and then the next day, it wasn't like that. It was a totally different experience. Again, so I think that's the nature of uh, the phytocannabinoid dial is that it is an adaptogen, so it will give you what the body needs. So I, it's, I think, a fantastic resource for kids as well. Yeah, and there's so much great research about adaptogens. I know that's something I've been researching quite a bit, and I've, I've mentioned in a few posts, but it really is a whole category of its own, too. There are all these amazing plants and herbs and things that are amazing adaptogens that help the the stress response so much. And for, for this to help kids, I'm guessing there's a lot of moms listening going, I want my kid to be calm and sleep. Um, <laughs> and there is some research. I've seen some emerging research about the potential with behavioral problems and even ADD and ADHD. And so this would be one of those legal things that's worth a try, certainly before you turn to medication or something more serious. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. I've, I've seen, I've heard and seen uh, moms with kids with ADHD and the change, the transformation has been, it's, it's mind blowing. I mean, that's, I'm like, what? That's amazing. Um, I also had a friend who, uh, her son has autism, totally changed, went from not speaking to actually being present and smiling and speaking. So again, this is an oil that the research is still being done but we have real life change happening right before us. So yeah, it's amazing. This episode is brought to you by My Green Mattress. If you've been reading Wellness Mama, you know that I have used and recommended natural and organic mattresses for years, and I've tried a lot of them. We spend a third to a half of our time in our beds, especially children, so this is one great place to optimize and reduce exposure to harmful chemicals. We've tried, like I said, several different mattresses over the years, and I love all the ones that we've tried. They're all natural options, but I've been getting a lot of requests for a more budget-friendly option that's good for kids, which is why 
When our littlest needed a bigger mattress, we ordered one from Migraine Mattress. They are GOT and GOLS certified, they're Green Guard certified, and they're completely natural. They're also much less expensive than a lot of mattresses. So you can check them out and find out more at wellnessmama.com forward slash go forward slash green dash mattress. This podcast is brought to you by MyoBuddy. This thing is one of my daily go-tos for relaxation because it combines the benefits of infrared heat, percussive massage, and vibrational therapy for what I can only describe as a mixture of deep tissue massage and myofascial release all in one device. It has really reduced my muscle tension and my need for massage, and many people with conditions like MS, chronic fatigue, etc. are using this for muscle relief. Also, many athletes use it for faster recovery. I personally find the biggest benefit for relaxation and for fascia work, but you can try it out at wellnessmama.com forward slash go forward slash myobuddy. That's M-Y-O-B-U-D-D-Y. And make sure to check the show notes for a special discount. Yeah, so you've mentioned it as an oil several times, and I'd love for you to talk about sourcing and like what to look for in it. Is it always an oil or is there a supplemental form as well? Can you kind of give us a brief? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there are many types of uh, ways to take in the, the hemp. Uh, some people will vape it. Some people will take pills. Some people will just use a rub or a salve. Uh, some people will take a tincture. And from my experience, there, there's also patches. Um, and I've tried several different, different brands and different types uh, because I'm a biohacker. I'm, I, get, I geek out on this stuff. And they all, um, I want to get the biggest bang for my buck. I want to absorb the CBD directly, right? So the product that I use is about 90% bioavailable, which means it goes into my system, passes the blood brain barrier, and I have an uptake, like an immediate effect. And it's done with a nano, a nano enhanced liposomal delivery system. So, and that's, it's an oil form. I take it under my tongue and it goes right through the muco, mucus. And it doesn't go through a digestive process. There are tinctures that are in an extra virgin olive oil or they're in um, coconut oil. Um, some of them are made with fillers, right? There's other, like there's just other brands that are doing other things and their absorption rate is not as high. Meaning you're going to swallow, if it's a tincture, you're going to swallow it. It's going to go through your esophagus down into your digestive process. And the absorption rate is going to be about six to 10%. And CBD is not, I mean, you can get CBD for $20. You can get CBD for $200, depending on the milligrams of the CBD and the delivery system of it. So it just depends on how you want to take it, how much you want to actually get into your body. Um, and, you know, you can vape, right? And you can bring it into your lungs. I'm not, that reminds me too much of smoking. It's a weird head trip for me. Um, I don't really prefer that. And you can take a capsule, which is usually um, 
mixed with some kind of olive oil or, you know, coconut oil. And, but then again, it has to go through the digestive tract in the process. So you're not getting as much into your body. And you also want to really look at, see, this is super important, the extraction process and the certificates of analysis. And I share this because, you know, this cannabis industry is, it's new. I mean, these guys were just planting it in their backyards, not, you know, a couple of years ago, right? And now it's like, if you want a really good product, you want to make sure that you can see the certificate of analysis. You can see if the plants were grown in, uh, you know, what kind of dirt they were grown in. Are there any uh, glyphosate? Is there any kind of, you know, chemical residue? Because the hemp plant is a remedial plant, which means it's going to bring up everything from the earth into the leaves. And it becomes a part of the chemical structure of the plant. You also want to look at these certificate of analysis for any kind of mold or fungus, right? Because you don't want that to be uh, put into your system, especially if you have any kind of immune issue or immune disorder, right? You want no mold, no fungus. Super, super, super important. Uh, so I always recommend, you know, people asking to see that certificate of analysis and really doing their homework. Uh, when they choose their oil and it doesn't, again, <laughs> you're going to get what you pay for. And I, it, that's like hard to say. Um, but I know for me, I want to get the best into my body so I can have the best performance or the best outcome. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does for sure. And I think that's helpful. I'll, I know you have a guide as well for finding a good CBD. So I'll make sure that that is in the show notes at wellnessmama.fm so people can find that from you. Because um, I agree, like you, with any supplement, that applies to anything you're going to take and any food, you get what you pay for. And you want to do your research and, and only pay for something worth taking or you're just wasting money anyway. Yeah, this it's so interesting. This um, a client of mine called me and said, she sent me a picture, a text with CBD water. And I was like, oh, wow, let me see that. And it said uh, liposomal delivery. And I was like, I got excited. I got really excited. And then I said, well, how much, you know, what are the milligrams? Like how, how much of the phytocannabinoidals are actually in that water? And I said, send me the label. And they had nothing. There was no label for how much was on it. And I said, okay, what's the name of the company? So I went online and I looked online and they had no information about how much phytocannabinoid dials were actually in the product, but they did have a certificate of analysis. And so I looked at their certificate of analysis and in one bottle, it was 1.5 milligrams of CBD, which is like nothing. And they were charging like $10 a bottle for this water. But here's, here, here's more. This is what got me is that they're on their certificate of analysis, they had no test for mold or fungus. And one other really important, it's totally, I'm blanking out on it, but I was like, okay, do not, do not drink that water. <laughs> Just stop. It, even, you know, for $10, don't drink it. It's, I, I don't want you to drink that. Um, so just make sure again, to really do your research and to look at those certificates of, of analysis. 
Yeah, for sure. And I'd love to touch on too. So you mentioned, we mentioned at the beginning that you are a biohacker and a lot of the biohackers I've met, um, Dave Asprey and Tim Ferriss, these guys, they're all men. So I would love to hear you just kind of um, go through some of your favorite biohacks that you do, especially as a woman, because I think that there's not a lot of people talking about these things specifically for women. If you are a millennial guy, there are a million people you can follow. But what are some of the things that women can do um, for biohacking and kind of explain what biohacking is? Because I think it gets kind of a scary reputation and it sounds like you're going to like hook yourself up to like 10,000 machines and do all this crazy stuff, but it really can be a very simple thing in your daily life. So let's talk about biohacking a little. Yeah, I really, this word biohack, I, it, it feels so masculine to me. It's just like, uh, and it reminds me of the whole male world. And so I kind of look at it as bio-individual. Like, so I'm this woman who I choose to take care of my body how I choose to. And I do a lot of N1 experimenting, meaning I will track what I put into my body. I have about 20 years of these little notebooks of everything that I've taken and seen what the results are. So that's what the biohacking means to me is that I'm just interested in finding out what something is going to do to my body, whether that be a cup of coffee or a green smoothie. You know, it can be that simple. And so I think one of the, um, I don't know, one of the best biohacks that I do is I don't drink coffee. And it has totally changed my life. And people are always like, what? But how can you be a bulletproof coach? <laughs> how can you, that's like blasphemous. Like, no. Um, but for me, I found out that I, my genes, my DNA, I don't process caffeine. I'm actually a slow metabolizer, which means it takes me about a week to get a cup of coffee out of my system. And I didn't know that for a long time until I had my genes, you know, on 23andMe. Everybody can do that. Go on 23andMe and find out what your uh, DNA is like and your genetic code. And so when I stopped drinking caffeine, coffee, my whole life changed because my body was no longer having to go through that process of trying to metabolize it one cup for like a week. And what I was doing was that I was drinking coffee every day, you know, two cups a day. And so I didn't have enough time to process, metabolize and get it out of my system. So that one hack right there changed my life. Another biohack that I use regularly <laughs> is I'm super into meditation. I mean, it is like my go-to fix. The science behind meditating and how my brain works after I meditate is amazing. So I slip in meditation twice a day and you're probably thinking, oh my God, how do I do that with my kids? Oh my God, how do I do that with my job? How do I do that? <laughs> and, and for me, so this is how I do it. And this is like such a great biohack. And it's, it's simple. I mean, I will put five minutes and that's, as, that's, that's all I need is five minutes. And I got this silly little uh, app on my phone, really easy, uh, called Insight Timer. And they have all different types of meditations and I set it for one to five minutes 
and it will bring up those meditations. And I seriously, I schedule it into my day. I have an alarm. It goes off. Bing. I sit down and do it. And again, I'm looking to increase my performance and my stamina throughout my day. And that meditation and being mindful of actually committing to it changes the way my brain works. So that's the second little biohack that I'll give you. The third one is uh, as soon as I wake up, I smile. And I give this to all of my clients. This is a part of my coaching. And the science behind smiling upon awakening uh, is absolutely phenomenal. It will change the neural pathways of your brain instantaneously. So I literally wake up like my eyes, you know, they start to like creak open and I smile at the same time. And it will, again, change the pathways in your mind, in your brain to a sense of awe and relief. Then I stand up and I'll just put my hands on my hips and stand there for about a minute with a smile. And these are so easy to do, but again, I want to improve my, um, I, I just, I'm so interested in, in performance enhancement. So I'm committed to doing these little tiny hacks every day. Yeah. And those are so easy and inexpensive and just, they don't even take much time because those are the big, no. the big things people always <laughs> object. That's too much money, too much time. And those are all really easy to add in and inexpensive or free actually. So they're, they're free. Yeah, they're free. I don't want, like I could get into supplements. I could get into different weight. Like I have a whole, um, what is that? Like a whole basket full of little gadgets and stuff, but it's not necessary. You know, I, like I do a brain training with advanced brain technologies every day. I listen to music to increase again, increase the neural pathways. I have my son doing it as well um, because I want him to be more connected and have uh, fine motor skills. Uh, so, so these are, these are hacks that we do in our house together. Um, but they cost money. You know, it's like, do, do you want to spend that? You don't have to. So free, free is good. Yeah, exactly. And so to finish up, I want to respect your time and respect the listener's time. And I'm going to have links to a lot of what we talked about in the show notes, but can you let people know where to find you online? Sure. I am over at the upgradedwoman.com and on Facebook, uh, upgradedwoman.com. Yeah. It's easy to find me. Awesome. Well, that link will be in the show notes as well. But Lane, thanks for being here and for clearing up some of the misconceptions when it comes to CBD. And hopefully it'll be helpful for a lot of people listening and maybe they won't be afraid to give it a try now. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. It's a great thing. Thanks for having me on the show, Katie. Absolutely. And thanks to all of you for listening. And I will see you next time on the Healthy Moms Podcast. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time. And thanks as always for listening.